We've arrived at the moment where the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, if you can smell. I miss that rock. Now he just tries to sell me to Romana. Uh, yeah, man. Like, uh, he's filming Black Adam right now. He's like, he posts updates. It was like him. He's like, oh, this is the, you know, like, the, uh, this is the hardest it's been for me in a movie. This is like the most shape I've ever had to stay in. And then today, when we're shooting this big, like, scene i had to be at like all muscle fibers needed to be like firing and then they're putting these like little white dots on me for like motion tracking it's like jesus christ rock and then he said um the hierarchy of the dc universe is about to shift bro that's gonna be easy because like the hierarchy of the dc universe is shit (laughs) who's at the hierarchy of the dc universe uh, we don't know. I think Harry, Henry Cavill is my like stepping out. up Superman. <laughs> like, so they don't have a Superman. So that, that I guess that's so Shazam. Because that Wonder like, the Woman hierarchy, Wonder Woman or Shazam, maybe right? Like, mm-hmm. Probably, I'll and, give it a Wonder Woman. Uh, after that second movie, yeah, the lasso of fucking truth. We always do this to ourselves, bro. We're we're here. Black Widow came out. The MCU so, is back in theaters. What man. are we? What are we hung up on? <laughs> I just like. I feel like if I shit on the DC universe enough, somebody would be like, "Hey, man, why don't you do better?" And then like, I could be like the Kevin Feige of DC, without like zero experience as a comic book writer like Kevin Feige has, or producer, or a film producer, or any you know? kind of experience at anything, including entertainment. You can't produce this podcast. I can't. Like if you had to. Well, if this was not in your hands, you know, then the poor people that listen. Hey, man, you know, we appreciate those poor people. This is why we do what we do. I, I, I've gotten user or audience feedback. They think Have you? What are the what are the people saying about the us? people are saying like you should stop trying to like make love to your variant self. People are saying that? Yeah, it's all over Twitter. Jesus. But you know, I think I made some valid points. <laughs> and I'm gonna stand by them. And I think on that note, welcome to Miles Apart Podcast. We're your hosts. My name's Goggin. And my name is Jess. Jess, the what I was saying leading up to this, like it's such a big time for Marvel. Like it has been for the past decade. And you know, this on this episode, we got a couple things to talk about due to some unfortunate events. We can't do our full on Black Widow Going balls deep, discussing, discussing the movie, spoilers and whatnot. But half of us haven't seen that movie yet. It just opened, you know. This is opening weekend for it, so you know. I went to go watch it on opening night. Did you? Uh, let's not get into that. And, and like, you're just like trying to live up to that mature 
rating <laughs> aren't you at this point? <laughs> like, <laughs> but well, so you know, give we, us your balls deep review. No, man, we we got we gotta we gotta hold the balls deep till next week. All right. Today I'll give. We're gonna. You I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. You're gonna watch. You're, you're watching it tomorrow. Me and my wife will be watching this movie tomorrow. Yeah, so I watched it opening night. I will give you my spoiler-free, you know, just because, you know, we're, we're teasing it a little bit. This is a little teaser. Next week, you know, we'll, we'll be able to go. And then I actually like that, dude, because we, we were planning on doing the review last night as I had just gotten out of the theater. And I like a little time to go by. I like to digest the movie. Like today, I, w- I spent most of the day driving around, running errands, and thinking about the movie, thinking about how what stuck with me, what I liked, what I didn't like, and then I've been giving my semi-little reviews. Like I, I, I gave a review earlier to Gucci uh, yesterday. I gave, I was giving like the fresh hot right out of the movie theater, and then today I, I, I talked to my brother-in-law about it. So, spoiler-free, I would say this is about. I had initially said seven and a half out of 10, but I would say eight out of 10. It's not the best Marvel movie, but dude, think about what the best Marvel movies are (laughs) like this. This can't compare to that. So when I say it's not the best Marvel movie, that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's a great movie. It's a good action. And it's for me, it, they made it fit. It kind of, you know, it didn't really further much. It told us more about Natasha. We, we know her climax. We know how this ends. So here's my thing. My thing on that is, like, I haven't seen the movie completely like you, right? But I think, like, what a lot of people got to reconsider is about this movie is COVID kind of really disrupted the timeline of what this movie was supposed to take place in. So we were supposed to get this before all of these crazy shows that have kind of like just shifted the narrative, not narrative or like exactly like the um, direction. They've changed things, dude. These these past three shows. This was supposed to come out before all that happened. Yeah. So you kind of got to give it like leeway for that, right? Yes. Would you say that? I would say that. And I hadn't seen Civil War in a long time or Civil Disagreement is what we like to call it in a long time. I had forgotten <laughs> about a lot of the thing when they were like, oh, so first of all, I was upset with myself. You know, I was, I, I was running late to this movie. I walked, the movie started at six. I walked in at a cool 6.20, stopped by concessions, got popcorn, went to the bathroom, walked in at like 6.30. So I was like, I, I met, you actually saw the beginning of the movie. So when I picked up on watching it, they were, escaping and they were like jumping onto the plane it was you know and then and then so that's what that's where i picked up on it from just the beginning like Mm -hmm. just ross's character i cannot wait for thunderbolts it's gonna happen and thaddeus ross is gonna be like sick so you know well well, that's gonna be red hulk he's gonna be red hulk so balls deep next week and We'll be talking Red Hulk. And um, so just just overall, again, I can't, I don't want to give anything away. And again, because I'm giving it an eight, it doesn't mean don't go watch it. It's like, bro, it's a great, it's the MC, it, like theaters are fully back. 
it's an MCU movie. Like the hype was nice. I was upset with myself. I wore high top shoes with low no show socks. I look like an <laughs> asshole. It was a missed opportunity because I have Black Widow socks. I have oh, Black man. Widow socks. And but I was running late, so I had to rush it. And I looked like an asshole and I felt like an asshole because I it was late to As this movie. You should. Yeah. I and guess. Yeah, you no, but you had to. It was work, so you know, that happens. But um but um but I just 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 in the time place and so again this takes place after Civil War. It makes sense. They justify and they it's fucking Marvel. So they cover their bases, you know? They cover their bases on what everybody else is doing, why that why they can't help. Cause you know, Civil War just happened. She's not on the best terms with the Avengers. She's a runaway fugitive. Like you know, because you have to think of where the MCU is now with Loki. That's why I say it's kind of unfair, because this was supposed to be before all this happened. Exactly. Like, oh, wait, this kind of like fucked all so, this shit up. So the way that they grounded it and still made it count and care, you know, I would say this, you know, storytelling wise, it's it's Marvel. Scarlett Johansson did a great job. I fell in love with Florence Pugh. <laughs> like her character I didn't know what I was going to expect man but she did a great job with her character she 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 was comedic relief at times yet she was still a badass they introduced a great new character into the MCU great david uh david harbor harbor you know our guy from fucking stranger things he, he fucking the red guardian was great dude like the way he played it his movie's a lot more like it's PG thirteen, right? I think so. Yes, yes, sir. Some of the stuff that they talked about and the situations in there, I was just like, ooh, you know, it, it felt, it felt a little bit more mature at times. But it's like, you know, the way like I, I was sitting there, I was like, you know, like Natasha and her her sister are like Disney princesses now, you know, in a way. And like, you know, it was like it was like Frozen, you know, but. It wasn't like that. <laughs> that's just that's just what was going through my mind as I was watching it. It's nothing like that. Don't take your kids if if they're very young, because, um, but yeah. So again, see like how they made it fit into the MCU. It made sense, and it made sense to me that this is the first movie of Phase Four. Because after this, again, we know how her character already ends. So. It was just good to see it, her character a little bit more fleshed out. We got to learn a little bit more. They introduced a few good characters. The villain was essentially like Harvey Weinstein. And um, there was a post-credit scene. But again, so after after thinking about it, because I like the characters that they introduced, I thought the story was a, the story was fair. It's not the best MCU movie, but it's not the worst. You know, it's it's Black Widow got her own movie. It's dope. After watch, you know what? One thing that I did think of after watching these fucking seasons of these shows, like six episodes, eight episodes, it just does something for the fucking storytelling. Think of how much we've we've seen through WandaVision. Like if that was a movie, if that was condensed to two hours. Or even Falcon and the Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I 
which I fair, which I would say could have been a movie. Like I could have seen just like a two hour version of that. Maybe would you would, would you would you agree? Yes, sir. And then you get more chance. You get to spend more time with individual characters developing their traits or what do you call them? Um, corpse. Yeah, man, right? and and with just seeing this and seeing how fast it kind of progressed and i was just like man if this was like a six episode fucking disney plus thing i think i might like think about it like if the first episode is them just as kids and then you know like and then you slowly go through that and then but you know again the mcu is back in movie theaters definitely go watch it you know be safe go watch it i'd give it a solid eight out of ten i look forward to you watching it so we could talk more detail next week and going balls deep. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd like to um, not apologize for this guy because, you know, that's just who he is. So going from that to something that you have quite a bit notes on, Loki. do. Man, like I said, this this is like, damn, like, they should just stop making shit after this, right? You know like, what I thought about when Black Widow finished? <laughs> I was like, it's what? no Loki. Exactly, because nothing will ever be no Loki again. I feel like they should go back and take Oscars away from movies and <laughs> give them to Loki. Like, I just feel like, yeah, I like, get 2006, it. 2006, it wasn't even out yet. Why are we taking yeah, their Oscar? I get it. Schindler's List was cool, but if we took those Oscars away and gave them to Tom Hiddleston, you know. I don't think anybody's ever said Schindler's List was cool before, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's just variant me. Anyway. I give it up to you, man. Every week, every week, you push it further and further. <laughs> you wavered, but then, you know. Well, is what it is. Uh, so, no, but this episode, right? So, where it ended last week and it inspired about a bunch of memes. There's a bunch of memes of. Um, did you see the one I sent you? You send me a lot of memes, dude, to be fair. And a lot of them, 90% of the memes you've been sending me over this Are past week Win Diesel. Diesel. <laughs> Don't you just love it that the world. Family! Is in, the world is in. On what we've been doing for years, which is shitting on Vin Diesel. Shitting on Vin Diesel. <laughs> Why do you hate Vin Diesel so much, man? It's I think if you anybody watches the movie, they'll know exactly why I hate Vin Diesel. <laughs> I hate Vin Diesel for what he puts out there as and <laughs> just not. Like, don't get me started on Vin Diesel. Anyways, so this episode kind of opens up with like a lot of cool imagery it goes through different places in time where they've been but like just that opening scene where you see the severed android head right there so like that right there is gonna uh, and i'm gonna talk about this throughout the whole episode but is where i get my first kind of so like if you've seen kang and his iterations in the comics that main android severed head is who they show kind of looks like kang in some of the eh, comics right I wouldn't know. I don't read comics, but I'll take your word on it. <laughs> anyway, so, like, you kind of move on. Um, you kind of get that introduction from Loki and all of his variants, what's going on. So, 
I just want you. What? How? What do you think? How I opened up? Like, what were you like? What's going on? Like with all the Lokis? It was just, dude. My mind has been breaking, like slowly, and I'm, I'm hoping you'll kind of explain all of the stuff that's happening to me, because we just went from, like. All right, multi the different variants. There's, so there's different variants of all characters. That's what I'm like trying to develop, like digest in my mind that these are all different Lokis. So there's different variants of all of the characters in the MCU. Like okay. that is what I'm wrapping, trying to wrap my mind around. So basically, what it seems like at this point, in which I thought was kind of like neat, and so I've always kind of felt weird about that little time clock jumping Mrs. Time character. Mm -hmm. Remember when Loki's trying to hit her? That little bitch. Yeah, uh (laughs) That little stalling bitch. Yeah. So Rensselaer is kind of telling Sylvie, hey, you know, when we prune all the time, all of these realities, guess what? They don't all disappear because that would be impossible. So we dump them at the end of the time where everything the TVA prunes is kind of like just dumped and never ever returned from so explain right? that to me what does any of that mean so what they mean is like when they take all this stuff there's a point where she believes that time is still being the end there's no ending to the prime timeline apparently and the ending is still being written by these time lizards who are now being exposed as androids right so mm-hmm. I think even Renslayer right now is kind of questioning her reality. That's why you kind of see at, so, at the end. Do you think that is what's happening? That she is questioning her reality of like who is really behind this? Or is she in on it? Which way are you? I feel like at the end, I, I'm kind of leaning on she is questioning it. Because when she does at the end ask um, the time, Mrs. Time thing, mm-hmm. it seems like she's kind of lying to her, doesn't it? To me, like how I took it, like she was kind of dude. I was all over the place because at first I kind of believed her when she was trying to like negotiate with Sylvie and saying like, "Hey, you know, I'm trying to buy your like I'm starting to beginning to trust her." And it turns out they're just stalling to get her. So so basically, when Ravona's selling all this, Sylvie kind of deduces, "Okay, there's this void where time ends." Or Ravona's talking about, but what Sylvie's trying to get is what's beyond this void, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's why. She self prunes herself eventually. Did you think knows. that was going to happen when she told I her, like, mean. "Oh, oh, the time pads can't get us there." I, I, I did, the, I did this stupid thing that like my girlfriend usually likes to do, where you like predict what's going to happen out loud. You know that obnoxious behavior. I was like, "She's going to prune herself," and then like, and then she pruned herself. I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was cool, man. It, it, it was. So. After all that happens, there's so much that happens around that. You get that interga- uh, interrogation of, um, fuck, B-15. God damn it. How do I always mess up with b B-15. You know what I'm talking Yeah. And she goes, you know, and I think that's where you see Ravona change, where she goes, well, the difference between you and Sylvie is you just want to know. She needs to know what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then you get, like, this other aspect of where this is going on and you see all these different variants and they, that's so cool when they explain the Loki who all of them they are and and so what's this super neat this is what I think Marvel excels at so bad so there's a fan theory that's been floating around that Loki didn't really die right after the first um, 
after Infin um, Infinity War came out, mm -hmm. that Loki used illusion, and that wasn't him that died. And this I was, was all convinced over he died. I was convinced he died. I did not, for one second, doubt that he didn't die. Would what did, did you did you think? Were you on board with this? Did you think he was still alive? So my one thing with Marvel is like, like they don't. I don't know. I don't know who's dead. A lot of people that are dead, especially Loki. Come on. Loki's been dead like a few times now. Yeah. So that was a. Excuse me. So I thought that was pretty neat that that was floating around, and then they kind of played into that, and so. When Loki's there, he sees all the variants, and they explain to him they're at the end of time, and Elias, and we'll kind of go back to this a little bit later, so he goes, Elias is this monster who's kind of eating all these guys, like anything that lands there that's not supposed to be there, or timelines that have been pruned, and then you get to see a lot of neat stuff here, you get to see, uh, I think there's a UFO, you get to see, um, it's a version of the Avengers Tower. Really? But instead, it says Kang, Q-E-N-G. And in, yeah. in, the, in the comics, it turns out that's something that was bought by Kang the Conqueror, who we all know is a big bad that's going to be there in Ant-Man. Time mm -hmm. travels this thing. Everybody's like thinking this is all taking place in the quantum realm. And so... You see that. You see a lot of references to him, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, you see, I think you saw, um, they say the ship or the plane that uh, the Red Skull used in Captain America. Right there, the propellers, all that stuff. Thanos copter. Shameless Thanos plug. used to have a helicopter. That said Thanos on it, just to kind of like... And then why, why did he have a helicopter? That's drip. Cause drip. No, so like now, drip. yeah. The, the the ship Thanos has now, yeah. Clearly, Thanos can't fly. I don't think Thanos can fly on his own. So at one point, you know, a helicopter would have made sense for the Mad Titan. And then you wrote Thanos on the side of it. That's a flex. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what it is. They end up at this place where everything that's been purged or all the timelines are ending up there, and this monster is eating it. Which is crazy, the concept of that. Because I associated pruning with just disintegrating somebody. But that what they're like, we're just going to throw you in to this, the end, where Elias, this gigantic smoke monster, just devours everybody. If you survive, good luck. There's no way coming out of there. Um, most likely, they're just they're sending people there to die. And then, so, smoke monsters okay. so are hit or miss. And so, uh, <clears throat> by the way, theory, when you see all the other stuff I'm talking about, like the, there's a helicarrier there too, I think, mm -hmm. but the helicarrier, Ronan, Ronan, the accuser, his ship is there. Yeah. So he accused like, like the wrong shit. person and the Nexus event happened. And so how see, does that work? How and there's a, you see the pyramids of Giza, you see the, um, the Sphinx statue, but she has, there's a nose. So the real life one doesn't have it. So the Nexus event there was this one didn't get the nose, like dropped off or whatever. So it got pruned. So nobody's pruning a fucking monument. What? That, so is, that, is, well, it is was it, there. 
No, no. So the, yeah, that's what I'm trying to ask you about the ships and the helicopters. And are they pruned, or is that the stuff where they like, or right, delete this reality? Well, that's what basically pruning is. You prune the you prune the people, and you prune that timeline. That was a tough sentence to get through. I know, but you it did was. It, it was <laughs> intense. But at least I'm not driving in a car this time. Yeah. Did we get any feedback from the people about that? Or is it just my pervy vibes that we're hearing? No, bro. I'm just saying, like, you want to sleep with your variant self, and it's weird. I didn't say that once. Yes. You are but, like in um, love with yourself. You speaking of You're like Tony Stark. <laughs> speaking of driving, Owen Wilson found a car. Oh, my God. Just having him back, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I was oh. happy to. I was happy to see that. So, um, speaking of stuff that was pruned or alternate, so there's you see the Golden Gate Bridge there, right? Uh huh. So there's like a time. There's a theory on Twitter, and I also thought of this right when I saw the show. Remember oh, yeah, did you? I did, oh, I did. that's where your mind went to. Because I saw it, because there's like, I was like, ah, hey, there's stuff, right? I've been just trying to get like a way. Because I've been trying to get X-Men into this like reality since last, since Wanda. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we'll go on that too. So it's like, come on, man. Magneto did that bridge thing in that movie. So like, what do you, what if that's what that's from? So did you want to get back to the Loki and the illusion part? (laughs) Did we finish that? (laughs) We did not. So there's all <laughs> this stuff, basically, in this reality. So then Loki, Sylvie's not there yet. He meets all these different variant Lokis. They kind of explain to him where they are, what's going on. And then kind of going back to what we were saying about Loki. Um, so the Richard Grant's Loki is the Loki. The old Loki's got that classic look. So all of them have a story as to what led to their nexus event. The youngest one has the craziest. He killed Thor. Bro, the way he That's, dropped that, because yeah. the, the other guy, the Richard Grant's character, was like, "This is his, the younger Loki's kingdom, like he's king here." And then he's like, "Oh, what, what did your Majesty's Nexus event or whatever?" He just goes, "I killed Thor." And then like you just see fucking Loki be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> like whoa, yeah." So back Alligator to what I was, America's favorite new mascot. Loki? Alligator Loki, yeah. His nexus event was eating the neighbor's cat. Really? Yeah. Boastful Loki says that. Boastful Loki is like, I think, I can't remember if he was from the comics, but his thing is he's saying he defeated all the Avengers and collected all the Infinity Stones. But Richard Grant's Loki was kind of like, back to what I was saying, Marvel brought that fan theory from the movies and kind of made it true. He says his story is when he created an illusion so strong he fooled the mad titan himself and once he thought he snapped his neck he hit as a piece of debris kind of just floated off did his own thing so this is why i feel like this was actually what's supposed to happen in the prime timeline as well his nexus event wasn't the fact that he wasn't killed so he eventually ended on another planet and then on that planet he stayed his last time or until he so got our our current Loki, you're saying, mm-hmm. used a delusion or an illusion of himself that tried to, you know, 
but then Thanos had him in a death grip. Thanos wouldn't have felt the illusion. I felt like just because that wasn't the next event that he survived. But then again, he said it was so powerful that even he believed it. So let's give him benefit of the doubt here. Okay. So right. let's say that happened. He snapped his neck and then it's like Thanos left Thor there to die. Remember, because in Endgame we see, uh, or Infinity War, we see Thor like hunched over like the dead Loki, and then the, the ship blows up. So you're saying that the actual Loki was actually still there, but he just kind of drifted off into space away from everybody. Thor got rescued by the Guardians. Everything happened. This Loki, our Loki, not dead Loki, is just on a planet somewhere by himself. Do you get why this is so confusing? <laughs> no. <laughs> but yes, that's what I think happened to Prime Timeline Loki. So, Because his Nexus event wasn't the fact that he didn't get killed by Thor like we thought our or Loki killed by, killed I mean by Thor, Thanos. sorry, Thanos. Mind freeze, you know what I meant. So that wasn't his Nexus event. His Nexus event was the fact that he eventually got so lonely and wanted to know about his brother, by the way. And decided to leave, and that's when the TVA showed up. So that means, had he had just stayed the rest of his time out at on that planet, perhaps the TVA never shows up. Correct? I I follow, I follow. But so we're saying then Richard E. Grant's our Loki, but old. Yes. Why is he dressed like an asshole? Then? Like, why? <laughs> he lost his fashion sense. I don't know, bro. He was he was lo- alone for too long. No, but I I get that. I get that. I get that. But didn't he say that like he collected the Infinity Stones and something? No, that was Bospo Loki. Which so one that, was that? Which one was that, that one? Is he the dude with the hammer? Yes, sir. Who's got oh. like a piston ring and then like a fucking railroad track? I think as the hammer. Whoa. That that guy. Then there's Alligator Whoa. Loki, Kid Loki. Okay. You didn't see his hammer? I didn't. It had it had railroad things on it. I, I think like it was like a piston ring on the bottom. Okay. I, but but then the, to... the the hilarious thing is, he's the one that betrays the Lokis, and then you get into the bit of, with all the other Lokis coming. And then the funny thing is they're all just betraying each other. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That was the most ironic thing, kind of, because you see Loki and you, you see him stand back and he's like, God damn it. Like, yeah, he even betrays himself. Yeah. He's like, he, he kind of just stands back and has that moment like, this is who I am. And, but, you know, you kind of touched on that weird shit. But what was kind of cute in this one was when he does finally see Sylvie, you see him and he's a frost giant, bro. Like, he doesn't need to conjure that blanket. He did that on purpose. <laughs> it was so unnecessary. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're like, I'm just saying, just like you want to sleep with your variant self. Was, I'm uh... going to keep giving you shit for that. <laughs> so what did you think about that moment that they had? So they're talking about, because both of their realities are gone, right? Technically. So they they both kind of need to find a place to exist and then they're they're trying to see like what kind of life they could make together you know that's that's mainly why sylvie i think at this point is trying to destroy or get to the bottom of everything because she 
she says it, man. Like, she's like, I don't have any friends. I don't have a family. And Vin Diesel, like, drives in. Family! <laughs> family! <laughs> he just, like, shoots a light in the chest. <laughs> Nothing is stronger than family. God damn, man. Never have I seen, like, a meme been so entertaining and, like, become so annoying. <laughs> they just kept coming. I like the I like the Lion King one where he like saves Mufasa family, but this, um yeah this show go ahead off the hooks because the tangents but so so how it kind of ends basically is um Richard Grant's like okay so after they're in the shelter we all see that scene kind of break down you see all. what I really thought was neat was when he grabs the alligator Loki and throws him at one of the people. Mm-hmm. And then he just like knocks him down, and then alligator Loki eating President Loki's hand was pretty tight, kind of reminding me of um, God damn it, you know what I'm trying to talk about? The Happy Gilmore, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. And then it's just so cool because did you know the Rick and Morty writers are behind this? I dude, I thought I heard, I think I remember hearing about it. I I I like Rick and Morty. Like if I'm what if I see clips of Rick and Morty, I was like, man, I like this. This is nice. I've seen episodes of Rick and Morty. I just haven't seen like a bunch of Rick and Morty, you know. And then Rick and Morty seems to be like popular than ever now, huh? Dude, Rick and Morty's a shit. But the head writer Loki is Michael Wal- uh, Waldron, mm-hmm. and he's actually served like as the writer and producer for Rick and Morty. So it's mm-hmm. kind of cool because you know for a show that fucks with time, like. That, that's kind of neat. Makes sense, right? So yeah. that's why you even see those weird ass peacock creatures. Like, oh my god, I, that's like this. This it all makes sense now. Think about Loki and all the trippy shit that we've seen so far. Rick and Morty. Um, but so yeah, so they're at the end of time. You see all the Loki variants. Um, they tell them about Elias. Kind of, I think we're jumping all over the place, but. You know, like I was saying, it was neat to see like Loki see himself when the other president Loki comes over, betrays them, blah blah blah. And then my favorite part is you see Mobius alive again, you know, and then they eventually all hook up again, and then they have to defeat Elias and yeah, because he's like Sylvie I'm gonna enchant like, her, uh, enchant it, enchant it. it, and then like Loki's just like yeah, that's a stupid idea, but then. You know, but, you know, like, and then I think uh, fucking Morbius just beams out of there, huh? Yes, sir. He says that he's going to go burn down the TVA, kind of like a previous reference to, was it the first episode when Loki said that? So if you get pruned and you have a time pad, you could just come back. Yeah, Sylvie stole that time pad, I believe. Oh. She's on the head. Yeah. Remember, she took it from yeah, Ravonna. Yeah, because they took... Remember, they took Mobius's Time before back. they pruned him. Exactly. So she, uh, um, Sylvie had Ravonna's, and she gave it to So, us. the homeboy from the first episode, remember the guy that's being a dick in the line? Like, oh, I told him. He didn't give me a number. Yeah! The first person we ever, we ever see get pruned. How many, like, minutes do you think he survived before Eliath ate him? <laughs> All right, way out. He was dead. Right? And then, so when when I was saying earlier about smoke monsters can be hit or miss, what did you think about Elias' design and 
it was a monstrous muff. What did, did it look cool to you, or what did you think about it? You know, I was thinking about that, but I was like, you know, they it served its purpose. That's kind yeah. of how the creatures were written in the comics, so it pays an homage to that. But that's kind of where the comics come in, because this is what I love about Marvel. So they take what's in the comics, right? And especially for people that's read the comics, it's like we're not going to directly adapt the same thing. What we're going to do is take what's there and kind of make our own version and work with it. So in Elioth, uh, in life, in the comics, Elioth was like another time-traveling being, and he had a, a empire and shit. Like he was better than Kang. Till eventually Kang defeated him, right? Mm, and so now we, we see it's kind of like a guard dog. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm trying to like, we'll just jump towards the end. We kind of know what's going on. So when it finishes, like you see um, President Loki show up. You see all the Loki showdowns. Eventually, where it gets to is um, a lot. Um, Sylvie and Loki are trying to enchant Elias. She thinks she can enchant him. She wants to know what's beyond this void, like time spot. So there, um, she tells Loki that we're more powerful than we think. You see, Richard Grant's Loki. Yeah, just like fucking ah. That Asgard reincarnation. I would say that's been like the most badass moment I've seen in all of the shows so far. What do you say? I would agree with that. And then that's what I was. Um, I was I was watching a video, and they're like, you know, it kind of makes sense why episode. Which one was the slow one? Three? Yeah. They're like, it makes sense because they kind of saved their budget to go kind of all out in this episode. And that And the detail. Yeah. The detail, the statues, everything. It's like... Both of them just having that, like, realization, like, we're more powerful than we think. And then he's never enchanted before. And Loki's also been armed with, like, a sword now. From the gift of the Thor killing child Loki. What did you think about child Loki? I thought he was sick. I thought the best line I've ever, like, that was a badass line. When That's like, a crazy line, dude. You know what I'm talking about, right? It gives you goes, instant credibility. When he goes, I've killed, when he's talking about snakes and, um, fuck. God damn it. Mother I don't remember him fucker. saying that. Oh, damn, he said all of that? God damn it. No. Hold on. Nope. Give me a second. Give me a second. Frog Thor. No, 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 no. Um, snakes and wolves. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a minute. While you're doing that, Frog Thor does also get an appearance. It's a real quick one. You'll miss it. Like you know where they're kind of panning through, and it's a it's it. You see Mjolnir, and then. It's you. It's a little Thor. I thought it was like a shrunken Thor, but it is Frog Thor in a mason jar, buried, and he's like jumping towards the hammer. Now that's the type of shit that like breaks my brain, dude. Why are all these Lokis pruned? Why are there so many pruned Lokis? Morbius she, says that at one point too. He's like, "Man, if you throw a rock, you'll hit a Loki." Why are there so many Lokis that are pruned? So that's kind of where I think my so are. Dang it! I'm still trying to. I really because I felt like it was such a badass line. It, if it was that badass of a line, 
you would. Uh, I would. I would know it verbatim, right? But it's like the kid. The kid had a badass line, and that badass line was, "I killed Thor." Okay, he didn't say anything else in that whole episode that was more badass than "I killed Thor." No, no, he he did, he did, he did. Get the fuck out of here. He did, man. He did. He did. He did. He he he. It was about killing wolves and shit. <laughs> so a wolf is more impressive to you than killing Thor? No, that wasn't the point. <laughs> My point is badass lines. And as far as badass lines goes, I killed Thor. This kind of the be-all, end-all of badass lines. Uttered right. I, I get it. I get age. it. That makes sense. Kid. He did Frog Thor. Thor. And you know That's Alligator Loki's doing. Putting him in a jar and burying him. Why are there so many Lokis here, man? Why are there so many Lokis pruned? What is happening? So I, I guess we're going like to find this, out. So this is, I feel like, all the doing of Mephesto. You just you don't see the writing on the wall, bro. Yeah, all of that Kang shit you've been talking about this whole time. <laughs> no, Kang's a smokescreen. So my theory behind that is right. So my 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 theory behind Kang being a smokescreen is because we're like what three series in now, and it's kind of been like the same thing. We're like smoke Mephisto, which I bought into. Um, I think with the Captain America, there wasn't really a. I mean, Winter Soldier and Falcon and our new Captain America now, Falcon. Would you say there was a smoke screen there? Kind of with the power broker, maybe? A little bit. A little bit, right? Um, But with this one, I think the main smoke screen here is who's controlling all this. So everybody's kind of pointing it towards Kang because of various reasons, like I said. Um, Ravona's connection, where she was introduced as his love interest. I told you the Kang, um, the Avengers Tower, which said Q-E-N-G, which was bought out by Kang, which could have happened in another timeline where, hey, the snap happened. Wait, Tony survived the snap. So maybe in that timeline, Tony never survived the snap and Kang bought the Avengers Tower. Don't, don't, right? don't, even, don't even try to wrap your brain around it, bro. You, you're so, not going to be able to comprehend I'm not. I'm, I really am not. But what I'm trying to say is like, so I feel like with Kang, there's a lot of stuff where we see, okay, there's all this, but Marvel's lately been, um, been pulling all these uh, smoke screens. So I feel like these are my three theories, even though I kept bitching about how I'm not going to theorize You've shit. been theory this, theory that. I know. You've been a theory guy. I've been a theory god. So these are my three theories, right? So Richard Grant's character, I feel like maybe the main bad guy. Who knows, right? So this guy's super know? strong. Uh huh. He he conjured a freaking um, what do you call it? an illusion strong enough to convince the Mad Titan, right? Mm-hmm. So what if he's the one controlling everything with the TVA, and that was him? But that's didn't just... he die? Doesn't he die by a lie? Yeah, but how do you know that wasn't an illusion either? You know? So there's a clip on Twitter. 
No, but uh-huh. there's a clip on Twitter where there's like debris flowing away right after that illusion happens. And debris is kind of mentioned with the Sanos thing. I don't believe in that one either. I'm just telling you all theories that are out there, right? All right. All right. So, well, let's, all move, right. let's listen to the next one then. All right. The next one then is that um, it is actually a Loki we haven't seen yet, King Loki. And we've seen him in the trailer sitting on thrones in Asgard, Golden Rooms. And there's like a library scene. You see Sylvie eventually fighting in that library. So that kind of points to the main bad guy is just another Loki variant. Which would be crazy. King Loki. Uh So the Loki we have now in the TVA, the Loki we've been following this whole series, he is like the purest and best form of Lokis that we've ever seen then. This is like the... The most redeemed. I would say sa- so. Yeah, because, you know, because the other one that compares is Ragnarok Loki, which later transitioned to like the beginning of Infinity War Loki, who was like essentially a good guy, you know? So. So King Loki. What's the third theory? Oh, shit. Did I say three? You did say three. <laughs> so my three are that. Uh, I kind of forgot about Kang. But Kang was kind of what I presented earlier. So it's either Kang, it's either old Loki, because I feel like that dude's really good at making illusions. Maybe this is his thing. He just likes to fucking bring a lot of Lokis here and hang out with them because he's so lonely. <laughs> and then... The third thing is that King Loki guy that we've seen in the trailers, but not yet on the show. Thanks a lot, Detective. What did you did you like the show though? What What do you mean? Thanks a lot. <laughs> come come at me. No, no, no. I think that's good, dude. I like it's 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 fun to talk about the theories that are out there. Um, I've heard the I've heard King Loki thrown around a lot too. Um. But it's interesting. So it ends with them uh, like enchanting Elias, and then like the gateway kind of opens up, and it's a castle. So King Loki Castle, you know. I don't. I just feel like that... it wouldn't be Kang because I, in person, I feel like Kang. A lot of people are saying Kang. Wouldn't it be too early to kind of show Kang and defeat him already before if he's and the would, main yeah, daddy? Would, and then my other other thing is that I found out was I heard. The guy, um, our main character that was casted for Kang, wasn't casted till after production wrapped up on Loki. Which is a deep cut. Right? It's a deep, deep cut, man. It makes sense. Could they just bring him in post like that? And then if if you're going to make, if you're going to, if we're thinking, if people are thinking that Kang is the main bad guy behind this whole Loki show... He wasn't even cast yet, or but then the, the like they might have had his character, they just didn't cast it. But like, how big of a role would he have in this final episode? And then he wouldn't be able to be defeated if he's gonna be in Ant Man. And also, did they say he's gonna be the main bad, or are people just assuming that because he's like a really no? They said so. Jonathan Majors is the guy who's been um, yeah <clears throat> casted for it, but I don't know. To me, that's just, I feel like it's too, just to give him 30 to 40 minutes of screen time, like Kang feels like too big for that. 
And he would have to win. But then again, when we first saw Thanos, like clips. Thanos first showed up at the end of a postcard for like not even a minute. And all he said was, I'll do it myself. That was so his kinda... first time. I thought his first time when he was like kind of turned and smiled. His oh, second yeah. time you're right. Was you're right. He's like, I'll do it myself. Yeah, you're right. But still, very, very subtle, very smirk. subtle things. I think it's too much to give a 40 minute episode to Beacon Kang, the man, main villain. Yeah. Is my take on that. Yeah, I think it's a valid take, man. It's just, you know, we'll we'll see. It's it's crazy to believe that it's gonna be the season finale, right? They haven't again, I I, I think Marvel's just throwing these shows out there and seeing how successful they're doing. They've never really talked about season two and season three and stuff, but like Think about that. Like, what if, like, we get some of these next movies? We see, you know, Scarlet Witch in the in those movies doing her thing. We see Loki in some of the movies doing his thing, or whatever. And then after those movies come out, then it's like, hey, this is gonna be season two of Scarlet Witch's show. It's gonna be season two of Loki. And God, and again, dude, watching Black Widow, there's been a little bit of a narrative shift, man. Like, when you go from watching a fucking six-episode, 40-minute-long each-episode series on a show, and then watching, like, a two-hour movie, it's just like, pop, 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 you know? But... So what's been more enjoyable? The shows or the movies so far? I would say, like, are we saying the, the shows, man? Compared to Black Widow, or just compared to the just Black Widow? So yeah, I guess because Black Widow is the only one that's out right now. I would say Black Widow probably over, definitely over Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Black Widow maybe about the level of Wandavision. But let's see how this ends. But Loki, I would say, it's just been more interesting. But that's because of you to see how big it is, and you know what? What we're just looking for is like, like just seeing how the MCU is expanding and growing and stuff. And like, you know, like, like that's what that's why I'm telling you. Like, my mind keeps going to. There's variant different. Ver- there's a frog Thor, so that means there's other many Thors. There's other many Doctor Stranges. There's other many. Tony Starks. Okay. Like that's what they're opening up now. So that brings us bridge to bring Robert Downey Jr. back, right? Or even if Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to come back, it's a different variant just version of him. Though. Everybody just wants him back, though. Which that's is weird. And why, like, come back then, man. Come back, Rob. <laughs> We want you. The people want you. Come back. Please. You know? <laughs> and, but he he's listed as a part of, the, I have the cast pulled up for Black Widow. It has Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. I, I didn't see him in the movie. But, season finale of Loki next week, man. You You saw, is there any closing thoughts you have on Loki? So my closing thoughts is this, um, even though I said I wouldn't, we've kind of gone over it, like who we thought 
it's going to be. But if I'm really... Let's pick one. Who do you think it's going to be? Who's the main guy behind the villain? I think... Logically, uh, I meant behind the curtain, like Wizard of Oz. Logically, the way that you made it, you know, you made your case by just looking at the pattern. People are thinking it's Kang, or they're wanting it to be Kang. But looking at the pattern with these MCU's shows that we've seen, where oh, there's somebody behind the curtain. People thought it was going to be something, but no, it was Agatha all along. And then yeah, sure, Sharon as a power broker. I don't think it was that big of a one. I don't think they attempted really to that level and then now we're somebody's behind the curtain people are like hang 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 but what you know you kind of present it's probably going to be king loki man king loki most likely that's what that's what i would say what about you mephesto that doesn't even make any fucking sense man. <laughs> i know but i just it would be nice if it was a mephesto because you know. why would it be nice you're just saying that for for laughs right now. What do you really think it's going to be? What do I really want? It? <sighs> it would be nice for it to be Kang because that would kind of set up everything else. But, but like, then he would I, have to win. Yeah, so that's where it doesn't work because Kang can't be defeated. But them by winning, what, is, what, what, what does them winning mean? Them winning means, okay, well, now we got Loki and Sylvie. Where do they go? You know, like that's it's that's that's why you know I like sitting here and talking about the show. I like talking about what I find interesting, and then, but that's why like I, I honestly don't know what's gonna happen, dude. I don't know who's behind this, and like I, I really try to think of what might be happening, but most of the time, like it's, it's hard to predict, man. You know, they've been doing a great job at that. I have no idea what the fuck's gonna happen in this last episode. Neither do I, to be honestly. I don't really don't know who I hope it is. Um, okay, if I'm going to say who I hope it is, it would be weird, or not weird, it would be cool if it was Richard Grant's old Loki character. That Yeah, I would love to see how they would explain that, you know? And I'm sure there would be a great explanation. And then so... So the my te- explanation behind that would be like, okay, he kept saying how his glorious purposes, how he can fucking conjure Asgard, how, I don't know. I, I just feel like, what if that was all like a trick by him? And he's the main guy? Then I would, either way, I just want to see what the end game here is. Like, what, okay, like what, how, what was this whole TVA thing about, you know? You know, I think what the end game. I think what the end game is. Once this ends, there's going to be no TVA or whoever the person that is is doing this. That's another reason why I don't think it's going to be King, right? Is Mm -hmm. because I feel like they're going to defeat it, and then nobody's going to be protecting the prime timeline. So that causes a lot of branches, and that's where we move. I feel like whatever the cliffhanger here is is going to be like, oh man, fuck, like. Now we have to wait till the next Marvel movie because I think this is exactly how it's going to end. It's going to be just uncontrolled, multiple timeline branches, which then gets picked up in the next Spider-Man film. Which is coming out this fall, I think, right? Which, I God bless them. Sure the release date. Speaking of releases and that movie, the fucking script leaked. I guess I did not. Read I stayed anything. away from it. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want anything to do with that, dude. I think that sucks. It's a shitty situation. 
Um, especially because Marvel, they do this for the fans, man. They're like, they're doing great. They're telling straight, great stories. They're just firing on all cylinders. And they do this ultimately for the MCU, for the fans. So you'll go out, watch it. You'll spend money and you'll buy the merch. You'll buy things. You'll make fucking podcasts and talk about it. Like that, that's why they do it. And then when shit like this happens, it just sucks because they don't have to keep everything super secretive. They could just, you know, but no, they do that because they want to preserve that for the fans. They want them to fucking experience that or see that when the whole fucking finished product is out there and, you know, you're watching the movie. So when this type of shit happens, I, I hope, this doesn't mean for them that they're going to have to change anything as their script because in that at that time then they're not putting out their a product you know they they had to make an adjustment so they're putting out the b product now we all want their a product i stayed away from it you said you stayed away from it too spoilers or like theories no the fucking the script leak that happened remember when oh, this... oh shit oh sorry all right no, yeah, that's what I meant. I meant spoilers, right? For Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did. When um, our friend sent it to us, I like just like ignored everything you said, deleted my... I cleared the chat. And then like, I, I burned your phone. Cool... No, I cleared the chat, lost some pictures, <laughs> which are just like memes of us doing ridiculous stuff probably. But it's like, I don't want to know mm-hmm. about Spider-Man yet. Like, I'm barely getting okay with like knowing stuff about Loki. Spider-Man doesn't come out until next year. <laughs> you have like such a fucking like adult fucking viewpoint. I'm 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 barely getting past this. I can't even get to that yet. I cannot. It's I'm not ready. No, it's good, man. Fuck, man. It's hitting on all cylinders. And you know, I I was sitting here thinking the other day. I was like, man, like, what are we gonna talk about after Loki ends? There's always gonna be shit to talk about, but the what if show. Is coming out soon. And I saw that trailer today. And I have no fucking clue what's going on. I don't either. But it seems really cool. And it seems trippy. And my biggest thing with that show. When I first originally saw the trailers for it. I think the first, first, first trailers way back in the day. The animation was a little wonky. Because that was early on. Early footage. But now this latest trailer... What did you think about the animation? I thought it looked pretty good, man. It did. What I'm kind of just curious about is, does this play into, like, the main timeline in any way? I th- or, like, I think the it's Marvel canon, universe? dude. I think it's canon, man. Damn. Which is, like, that's why this is, like, breaking my mind, just thinking about the MCU, man. With all this variant shit, what if they just released a MCU variant? And there's just like alternate timelines that they could just tell and just have like one off of, you know? That's true. MCU variant Wolverine versus Hulk. It's like just them beating the fuck out of each other. But, so, you know, that What If show is going to be coming out here soon in August. And 
you know, again, tune in next week as we go what, Jess? What do we go? Balls. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. All right. We're going to give our full-on spoiler review for Black Widow, and I think that's good, man. Like, go out, watch it this weekend, uh, you know, or, or you know, you have the option of renting it on Disney+. Plus. You know, if you have a family of five, you got a big family, you got a small family, you're watching it by yourself. You could pay 30 bucks on Disney+, Plus and watch it. Now, if you're watching it by yourself, you lonely bastard. You know, at that point, it's like, go watch it in a movie theater. You watch it for like $12. But if it's you, your wife, your three kids, that shit adds up. You could pay 30 bucks. You could watch it in the, you know, in safety of your own home. You don't have to worry about lugging the kids to the movie theater. And then for kids to be crying in the movie theater, you watch it at home. Is that That's what you're going to do now, right? You're watching it at home this weekend? Correct. Perfect. And, you know, so that option is there. And tune in next week for our spoilers review of Black Widow. And the we should make two episodes. What do you think? For the uh, series finale? It's going to be series finale of Loki and a fucking spoiler review of Black, of, of Black Widow. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. Tune in. And um, thank you, as always, you know, for listening. Um, if you like the show, share it. You know, that always helps us out over here. You know, tell somebody, you know, and then rate and review us. That also helps as well. Follow us on Twitter. I'll and, probably stop driving and podcasting at the same time. You know, the, as as the show grows... You know, mm. as our audience grows and the show grows along with it, the production value is going to get better. We'll eventually get to live form, which is ways, way down the road. And at that point, you know, we it'll be like it'll be like uh, phase four of the podcast. Right now, we're in phase one we'll do, and a half. My thing is, we'll do better world building than DC does, and that's going to be in the show. Just as much as going likes to diss on Vin Diesel, my thing is DC. If you insist, the people at DC. That's a strong statement. Follow us on Twitter, Miles Apart Podcast, (laughs) and you know, I'll take that back. I don't hate anybody. I dislike their creative vision. Say it with your chest next time, and. Till next week, this is Justin Guggen signing off. Bye-bye.